Totally exited me out of my fucking video with that shit. He didn't even touch my phone. My phone was like, well, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, goddamn, dude. Get some. <laughs> we in this thing. What up, what up, what up? Episode 297 of the CSPA. Welcome. What's happening? We see uh, who we got, man. We got, we got family in the we building. Got people in the building. We got legends in the building. A few. You know what I'm saying? We got old legends that people forgot about. We got current <laughs> legends. Current legends. Yeah, man. It's a uh, we got things going on here. We got a uh, let's introduce ourselves first. We'll say the best for last. We got uh Mr. Sweep the Leg himself. Cobra Kai. Sweep the leg. Hate Nito. Hate Nito. Hateicus. Pause Nito. Pause Kai. Gooch. Ralph. The Gooch God. The that, Oracle. Yo, the Gooch God is nasty though. Gooch God is That is disgusting. It's sloppy. That's bad. <laughs> yo, that's <laughs> That's wet treatment right there, man. That's crazy. That's a lot of moisture. And who the fuck are you? Hey, man, come on. Lido! You're now tuned into the kids. Kids, 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 kids. Star Double R. Crank that shit up. Why you get a gunshot? I didn't get no fucking gunshot. You just not... You, Dog, you just be adding some extra shit. Bro, he don't even like Introduce guns. Introduce the legend. Bro, man, he, but he, he used bats, remember? That's Trey. I, only in the zombie apocalypse, bro. You say that's Trey? We'll talk about it. That's crazy. Uh, and then we got, let's see, friend of the show, friend mm-hmm. of mine, family, long time family. Uh, he he uh, he hails from the Cali lands for sure, Death Valley, but loved no, by that, the tone. Wait, Death Valley that's like Nevada, right? Kill yourself. Huh? <laughs> uh, one of the best lyricists that I know, for one of sure. the best pins that I know for sure. Um, definitely somebody I respect, uh, and he's been here before. But if you're a first-time listener, we got Entriago, Entriago in, the building. in the building. Yo, yo, what's going down, man? Glad to be here. You know, y'all my people, man. It's family, my comrade. Comrade. Right you already know. Hey, just to make it right. So he gets Much about needed. six gunshots? Six sounds like an appropriate number in, <laughs> in his case. Sounds about right. <laughs> hey, you know, but what do I know? Uh, but welcome, man. Welcome to the show again. I know you got some exciting things happening, but at the same time, we like to talk shit here. Oh, yeah. But uh, how you been, man? Man, I've been great. I've been great. A lot of positivity going on in life right now. A lot of changes for the better. You and, came uh, in. You came in here. Yeah. Light. Oh yeah. You didn't come hard. It, nah. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> <It got it. laughs> Relax. Yo. Nah, but your energy is good. Mm-hmm. Thank you, my brother. It's good, and which is rare for entry. It's early. <laughs> it it's is early. early in the day. We're not in the in the nighttime yet. Okay. Things okay. can change. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Throw nah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Are we mm-hmm. getting right to the music? Right to it. Oh, wow. Let's right to it. it. Let's get it, man. By the time people hear this, it'll be out. Throw away burners three. You know, um, something that I've been working on uh, for, I want to say, about eight months to a year now. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of moving pieces, a lot of people involved. Um, shout out to, you know, Nicodemus. Shout out to Nilo Starry. Um, shit, all the producers from Maserati Marcus to... Um, Merck Russell, um, Q to God, A Train, Austin Terrell, mm-hmm. um, and shit, man. I, I just had a lot of a lot of different real people involved in this. A lot of artists too: Southside Hoodlum, Heem, mm. um, De Niro. You know, uh, I, I, I Kai Q. Phoenix. That's oh. who. That's who was oh. missing. Oh. That's oh. who was missing. But that's a whole nother subject. I, mean, I was project- looking. I was looking at the 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 song list. I just didn't. I didn't see it. 
Yeah. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. You know, it's crazy. He was supposed to be on Warrior Code for sure. Like I had the I had a the song locked in yeah. and everything, <laughs> and I was like, man, yeah, he fits here. He fits here. That's okay. So, sure, he does. That's Somehow, okay. hey. Yeah. I don't think people are missing out. Yeah, you yeah know, sure it's, they it's are. It's okay. Extended <laughs> clips are coming really soon. Yeah, Damn. really, really soon. It's it's exciting because you know, of course, I know we live in a space too where a lot of people, they their friends are not necessarily artists like that. You know, there's a lot of just regular people who go about their regular lives, you know, working nine to fives and things of that sort. But for us, I feel like we do have a lot of talent within the circle. Right. And so for us, it's like common to where we got people who you know. Very like big lyricists, heavy pins, and and it's amazing. Like I know that every time I hear music come from you guys, it's gonna be like something else. Right. It's gonna be something we ain't heard before. That's the goal. Uh, it's it's the skill set that most people don't possess. No. And uh, anybody can rap, and not everybody can rap rap. Most most people within our circles are ten thousand hours sort of people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Master your craft. 10, put in your 10,000 hours. Yep. That's usually what we associate and, and most anything, whether that be with the videography or yeah. editing or or music-wise, it's 10,000 hours and up. All, all, all the things that we do are collective. Right. Are collective of, you know, just hours invested, time, uh, sacrifice, you know, all of this, we've all done it. And so it, it's amazing what the final products are whenever it's all said and done. Yeah. And and this I'm looking forward to it. You know, every I don't think I've ever been disappointed. No, by an Intriago project. But that's how he sets his. You know that that's his rep. That's how he sets his name. You're gonna get solid. Yeah. Every time. Well, you can't you, expect you, anything less. He, you you know, there's very few very few people who have developed a standard. Of course. So his name is heavy because there's a standard that goes with that. You know what I'm saying? What what is the approach, and the message this time? Is it a continuation, or are you trying to say something different or do something different? Man, um, in all honesty, like, this this record was really, really heavy. Um, just looking at last night, like, when I was looking at the entire thing fully done, like, as far as the, the projects fully mastered mm-hmm. and listening to everything, along with the art and the concepts behind everything, everything is so intentional. I almost got emotional. Mm. Like for a second in That's honesty. artistry Because yeah. it's like I'm fucking Putting all my art On a platter For the world to Be able to judge me off of You know what I'm saying Right Thanks. And it's like It's You gotta come to terms with that Like I'm putting this out And this is gonna be something that Is, is a different version of myself Like who I am today You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying After everything said and done bro Like when you hear this shit It's gonna be so versatile a, a, a Extensive palette of, of music and energy, bro, and and it's just showing the different bags that I have, and and I pick and chose all my spots, bro. Mm. So that compiled with all the people I, I had the blessing to work with. I mean, it's it's gonna be very powerful. So to answer your question, this is this is gonna be the best to date that mm. that that, I, that I've done. Now, do you, I know? That's a big statement. I know for myself, anything I do or that I have done over time, right? As years have gone by. Do you ever reflect and just be like, wow, like, look at the look at the journey I've taken and, you know, the progression, you know, because you're obviously your skill set at age 20 mm-hmm. is much different now that you're early yeah. 30s. Right. For right. sure. So it, it's got to be an emotional roller coaster. You know, like you look back and it's like, damn, look, look at everything I have accomplished, everything mm-hmm. I've done, whether it's been music projects, festivals. Yeah. Um, if if you're doing that. 
Yeah, that's if you're doing because it. Because most I, people don't do that. I watched I watched an interview the other day with Kendrick Lamar where he was like, um, the problem with the problem with being an artist is that between the touring and the shows and putting stuff, you got your head down and your year is separated into a half because you know you got a project you got to put out. So you're doing this and this. Before you know it, you're 35. Yeah. It's like you never took a chance to like really appreciate what you've put together. What you've done. Because you've just had your head down and everything is separated by half a year and stuff like that. I understand that. So you do got to take the time to at least look up and appreciate. Hey, I didn't waste my I didn't waste my time here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, and that being said, that's beautiful you said that because I'm to a point where I can speak for myself on this where I feel like my best work is yet to be made. For sure. But at the same time, if I walked away today, I wouldn't be mad. For sure. Mm. You know, so, yeah, I'm just in a real special place right now, bro. And that's it, good. It's, it's, a, it's a powerful place to be in. I think that's that's a thing, too, that, you know, people don't pay attention to when it comes to, like, whether you, even if you're doing something outside of music, something that you have to invest so much time in, it's like nobody finds that inner peace. Nobody mm-hmm. finds, like, joy, happiness. And it's, it's just stress and, you know, and on to the next, on to the next. They don't find that inner happiness, and you know, and I think that's always a big thing for everybody. Yeah, um, it's something that kind of helps you continue on, you know, to maintain that that love for what you do. Right, and that's probably something that people need to pay attention to a little bit more. You for know, sure. not only that, but like your own your own mental your mental own mental health. space, your yeah. mental health. Yeah, man, like you got to take care of you first. And right. I'm glad that you're in a happy place now because it does show growth. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm, it's it's always a work in progress. You know, I have my dark days. I, I got, just like everybody else, we all go through some shit or we do some shit that we're like, damn, you know, I should have handled it this way. I, I could improve in these key areas. So that's where I'm at right now. And I know uh, <clears throat> Kai can speak to, you know, the mental health of an artist. For sure. Like, like you're pushing your mind to its limitations at of the course. same time trying to appease to, you know, basically in honor what you do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because um, you, you also have your surroundings too. You know, yeah. you you... Outside of the studio space, you still have this life you're living. Yeah. And and whether it's it can be a complicated one or, or an easygoing one, and chances are most people are not having the most easygoing life. Everybody got things going on, whether yeah. it's like family shit, uh situations here and there with friends, you know, like there's always situ parenthood. Yeah. There's a lot of things that will like, you know, become an obstacle for everybody. I'm gl- I'm glad we we're sort of on this topic because we talked about your energy. You're feeling real positive. You came in and positive. Because I wanted to talk to you about something. I'm about to get in my psych bag, right? Yeah. Let's do it. So there was something uh, something that happened to me around the same age, right? So I joined the military. I was later in age. I joined the military at 30, right? <laughs> later in age is an <laughs> understatement. So <laughs> when I'm in basic training, we, you know, we in the Bay. We all having fun and stuff like that. Right. We trip. We clown on each other just like us, right? And part of that is we talk shit about each other, right? As you should. But also, of course, it's, it's, it's dudes. But also, one of the things we did a lot in there was impressions of each other, right? Mm. The thing about impressions that's different from talking shit is that impressions are funny the first two times. Yeah. And then after the first two times, you're sort of getting how people see you. Yeah. Like, this is really me? <laughs> so, yeah. when they were doing impressions of me... It was funny the first two times, but after about seven times, it's hunchback, it's eyebrows down, it's nostrils uh, flaring, Mm -hmm. and angry. Everybody. That's everybody's impression of me. Aggression was triggered. And I just was like, 
damn, that's how y'all see me? Right. Like, is that how y'all see me? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's you. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's not, I thought I was the funny. Right. I thought I was the, the funny dude. Like, decent guy? Yeah, like, that's how y'all see me? <laughs> that's not how I want Yeah, you don't want to see be me that way, yeah. So when we were, when we were, when y'all were playing, when y'all were playing the game and y'all were clowning each other, when you see that everybody is like, when they talk about entry, it's angry, it's intense, it's no jokes. How do you feel about that? Does that make you feel a sort of way? Mm. Nah, nah, because my mother, she's a very strong Mexican woman, right? right she she right. raised me to be a certain way, you know what I mean? And she always used to tell me growing up as a kid, as a child, she'd say, um, en la broma la verdad se asoma. So what that means is... When people joke with you, they're planting seeds of truth in that joke. Oh, of for how sure, they of really course. Feel about for sure, you. of course. So I was always raised to, you know, be very, you know, of course, you know, be playful from time to time, but not take no shit. You ain't looking for no shit, but you ain't taking it neither. And you're really planting your flag. Like if somebody comes and fucks with you or plays with you, you're not gonna allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. So I try not to play too much. Of course, with my close friends, you know, they see a different side of me. They see like the more, you know innocent version of myself I'm not not so guarded like i could flame with the best of them if i really wanted to <laughs> but <laughs> i was like trying to say something i'm like i can't hey, he's he's saying nice things right now no because i was i was wondering because i'm watching all the shit and at the same time i'm like they better leave me the fuck out of this shit, wait you know right? we're just to apply some context because a lot of people are not gonna know what the hell we're talking about right now it, in inner circles, yeah. sometimes you have childish friends. <laughs> you should. I'm probably one of these childish people. And what happens is that sometimes we take to social media, and 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 we start we get to flaming. It was a great roast. It, bro. It's a it's a roast session that's made for fun, using but it's pictures like and casting the, and in the public eye though. Sure. And, and it's hilarious because you know not only it, you know other people might see it as like. Oh, they're just making fun of each other. But it's like for us, I feel like yeah. I'm like, no, we're we're showing you that like, yo, this is like what we do behind closed doors. Like this is the fun moments that you can see in the public eye now. Right. And you get to see it live in person on social media. And I'm telling you, I I haven't laughed that hard. It was fucking hilarious. But I just was like, everything about everything about entry, all the jokes is and Aggressive. I was like, it took me back to basic training. It was like, damn, like that's how y'all fucking see me. Is <laughs> damn. Is his is, 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 is a rap oh, going on? Man, here we go. <laughs> he swear I'm a Viking. <laughs> he had a, a go to in seventh grade. He had a go, he had a go to in seventh grade. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> There was always that one kid, that was that weird kid in like middle school that had like a goatee already, but Looked was like, like skinny. It's just like, yeah. like it didn't suit him. Yeah, he just said, "Are you okay?" <laughs> hey, bro, like <laughs> he made you self conscious because he had a full bush under his arm. I'm like, maybe I'm doing puberty wrong. Am I behind? You start, right. you start questioning yourself. Got a goatee. Hey, you start to question yourself. Yeah. Man. You don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nah, I remember. I remember. Real talk. I remember being in the fifth grade, mm-hmm. and I was on. Fifth grade, yeah, I was on puberty watch. Because all my homeboys were big, but they were like, everybody started getting full bushes under their arms. And I was just like, hey, yo. Yeah, I'm still balding What shit. the fuck's going on? <laughs> so in fifth grade, when I started getting strands and stuff, like, yo, yes, I'm yeah. here now. That's right. It's so it's so crazy because I started to wonder, like, uh, 
whenever like these things happen, because you know there's certain kids that it's like overnight or even after the summer, it's crazy, bro. Like they coming in, they sounding like you yeah. know the, the you know the voice changed, right. and I'm just like. What's my gonna happen? For shit. real. And then like, you know, they, in, on purpose, when more friends start to pop up like that, you're like, yeah. let me try to deepen my voice. Something shit, is man. wrong. He's got a full mustache at the beginning of sixth grade. He didn't have that. And, last now, year. and now I'm looking at my father. But I'm like, <laughs> what you do wrong, bro? Like, well, why what is it the genes? Like, what is what is happening? Right. My dad looked like, you know, grown ass man, like mm-hmm. a little height challenged. But you know, he's like, he always looks like a man's man. Hard, hard worker, you know, like he got man hands. Right. You know, the fucking full-on beard that he can have. Like, he's had that since I've, you know, since I was a child. Right. And I'm just like, I, I can't make sense of this. I don't have any of those features. They just no. don't. They don't click. And so I'm thinking something's wrong with me when that time was coming. And then finally, I'm just like, hey, man, someone was just made to look pretty and young, you know? Oh, gosh. No, that's how you rationalize it. So I embraced it. it. Yeah, that's how you rationalize it. But that wasn't it. But no, that's that. I was. It took me back to base, and I was like. I wonder how he feels or if he's noticing that, that that's what it is. Like, that's how people see you. No, nah, absolutely. And, and you know, not saying that I'm glad people see me as somebody that should, you know, you shouldn't be joking with or nothing like that. Not saying that I'm trying to be some hard ass or nothing like that. But I, I just don't. I treat others with respect and I like to keep it on a serious tone. Like, for the most part. If I if I could have it my way, it'd just be that. Unless, like, we really, really close. Boy, you, you chose the wrong friend. Group. Yeah. Because <laughs> these friends here in this room, nah, we're not the ones. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but, I mean, I, I understand that. I understood that more in my 20s. Once I started getting to my to my 30s, I think that sort of changes because you, you have more of you. So it's like there's different muscles for me. So you can never look at anything that I'm doing and think that that's – it's hard to – Understand that this is the same person. Yeah, yeah. Podcast kind, lyricist kind, poetry. Like it's yeah. These are different people, all encompassing. And I was like, don't peg me as I'm not Mr. Me. I just was not ready to live with sixty kids. Right. If I gotta beat one of you up, I'll beat one of you up. But I'm also like, I'm the. I like to see myself as the joke, the jokester, bro. Yeah. yeah when I'm serious, I'm and serious, the joke, but it's different. Yeah, you've been the joke a lot. I've come a long way though. Like I used to be even worse a couple oh, of years I know. ago. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, I've come a long I, way. I do. I do love to tell this story. I'm gonna <laughs> tell it now. Way. Oh god. Before that, before <laughs> before domination happened. Oh my god! Yeah, fucking go forever, <laughs> forever. I, was, I ain't never letting it go. Yeah. But before that, before all that happened, he caught you when he was drunk, huh? There was a. Uh, That's your way. That's how you get down. That you make. He said that's you catch your niggas slipping when they drunk. <laughs> Yo, he make it sound like that. Like remember when Rick Ross? That's how you get down. That's how you got it. Hey, remember when Rick Ross made that Caught made that slipping? line about the fucking yep. Molly? You know. That's what that sounded like. I put like. it in. Yeah, he didn't even know it. He didn't even know it. He didn't even know it. Hey, <laughs> unfortunately, it really played out like that, man. And he's gonna know. hold on to that too. Every time we see you, he's battling holding up the backed out corpse. That's what he was battling—a lifeless body. <laughs> he stumped on it real quick. Yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I take the win. A win I take is a win, man. motherfucker. A, a win, win is a win. There we go. Yeah, man. But um, now if we take it back like some years, you know, uh, of course I've had various friends, uh, different kind of friends, different backgrounds, and Entry was a standout individual. Mm-hmm. Not that, but we knew each other more or less from back in the day through music, but not personal. Like personally, we didn't personally know each other like that back then. But once we start, you know, coming around and like, you know, we we start to kick it, things of that sort. And I'm all like, this is a very serious individual. 
And I can't wrap my head around it because, like, I can be real. Like, once I get to know you, mm-hmm. I mean, you see what you get. I'm fucking childish, you know. I mean, you can have your serious moments. But, you know, like, I like to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, I'm going I'm to I'm 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 get this guy to, to find that. And I was like, there, there's a way. I think, I, think like, everybody's, I think everybody is on that. And when you get to be around, when you're around people often, you start to kind of adapt. And that's what started to happen with entry, I feel like. You had and to loosen them up? Yo, whoa, pause. What? What I say? What I do? <laughs> Easy. What I say? What I do? What, what, I, what happened? What I say? What I do? I'm just, am I not accurate? You felt like you had to loosen them up. I, uh, in, in a sense. Just say in it. It's sense, okay. In a sense. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, he branched out. And this I was just like, fucking performative art. He branched out. You know, I'm using, I'm using hand motions. I now know. To talk. Now you're just trying to find. <laughs> He's trying to performative art. Yeah, I know. He branched out psychologically. Like, what the fuck? I made him, I helped him you find. You loosened him up, dog. He comes around. You I helped him, him find up. his inner self. Okay. Is what happened here. All right. Here we go. And uh, no, but in reality, you know, like little by little, you start to see the man, like, kind of, you know, being comfortable. With, with things that he wasn't necessarily comfortable with before. For sure. You know, and, uh, you know, becoming more outgoing. Uh, not 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 being perceived as that serious face anymore where people can, maybe they feel more comfortable approaching you now. Like, mm-hmm. And there's people who just, even if it's unintentional, sometimes you just have that unapproachable demeanor. Right. And I felt like that kind of started to fade where I'm like, I forgot I was talking to old entry. I, he just He's just a personal friend. Right. They're like, we're having a good time. And I'm forgetting until we, you know, the subject is brought up. That he's he he has come up a long way, mm-hmm. you know, from from that seriousness and like now we have like nothing but good times and you know like the jokes are different, you know like for sure maybe maybe he's more comfortable like you know hitting certain jokes now and that maybe he wasn't doing before. Right. See, I I never and I met I met young young, yeah, I met young young entry right? right, and I never saw him as super serious. I just saw him as a leader. You've been around youngins a long time. For sure. That's weird. For sure. But um, <laughs> I met him when he was young, uh, when we were all at Vandal, yeah. and he had come to Vandal. But he had a movement, mm-hmm. and he was a leader. And a lot of times you have to be uh, serious as a leader because you're an example. Yeah. They got to take you serious. It's hard to be an example because you you know what I'm saying? And it's it's the early 2000s, so you got to have your 90s and early 2000s, you got to have your armor up, period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So It's understandable. And that's why I'm like, the older you get, that armor can come down. What is in? What is this? Is what is this? Yeah. Regardless. And so. I, and I always, I always say this too that we can credit a lot of this stuff, even just for ourselves, our our, our children. Yeah. Our children definitely oh, soften sure. us up for sure. Yeah. And you know, I know your your baby is a couple years old now. Yeah. But I I saw the change. And he's got a girl. Once that yeah. happened. Yeah. Oh. Girl, Demay too. She she definitely helped. Uh, be supported as well, but yeah, my baby, she's four, um, and that's what I needed. I needed a daughter yep. um, to kind of soften my heart. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. yeah, without her, I don't think I would have, um, you know, come this far. Like as far as uh, he's sp- he's still be on his Yosemite Sam. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention like you know, it was a combination of shit because I you know beat my case or whatever 2016, and then my daughter came the next year. Yeah, so yeah. it's like. It kind of just fell into yeah, place, yeah. yeah. Which is it's kind of crazy how those things like play out because right. like you could be facing you know a, a serious situation, right? And then it's like okay, I overcame that, and then it's like a blessing came right after, or another blessing some would say, right? Exactly. And 
it, it's crazy. Like for me, I do feel like even from my first child right. to now, it's like there's so much like change and growth. Like myself, like I I know I'm not the same person I was when I was 25. You know, it I'm probably almost like the complete opposite. And and I you know I credit that to the kiddos. You know they. They soften you up. They kind of, they help you become that protector. Yeah. Before you defend yourself, you care about yourself more or less. But like to defend your own like seed is a different thing. Right. No, but it, I mean, it's it's funny. And that's, I think that that's what, that's what brotherhood actually is. And it's, it's just a funny dynamic to where it's, it's like, first of all, he's one of the smartest motherfuckers that I know. But mm. part of our dynamic as brothers is like, yo, entry. Put your guns back in the holster, nigga. <laughs> yeah. No, no. That's part of our relationship is, you know, recently put I your fucking you. gun back in your yeah. holster, nigga. This ain't it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's part of brotherhood. Same way my brother was would like me. Hey, s- shut up or I'm not I'm not with you on this fight. Fight yeah, by yeah. yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. Learn when to put him up. It was like, oh, okay, I had to learn that. Yeah, yeah. You got to have that person like... You're if, right you, ha- if you truly give a shit, if you call somebody brother, like that's a different yeah. term. Yeah. You can't just call anybody that. My niggas is my niggas. I got a lot of friends. I got a lot of associates. If I call you brother, that's a different sort of swerve. Mm-hmm. And I mean that shit. That's an action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, recently, I, I speak to, to a situation. Recently, I, I felt the way about some shit, mm-hmm. and it fucking had me livid. Like, livid, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was voice. I, I hardly ever say shit, but mm-hmm. this time I felt obligated to kind of speak. For a community that doesn't speak very much or doesn't have a necessarily like a true voice. Of course. And I, I went about it the wrong way. And only a brother like Kai could hit me up and I respect him to that degree to where in the middle of, you could say, being on the on the path of getting really upset, he kind of was like, look, here's some clarity. Look at it from this lens. This is the way it needs to go and take that. You know, take that and, and and do what you will with it. Yeah. And because it came from a source like Kai Phoenix, you know what I'm saying? I I, I respect them to the utmost. So I'm going to be like, you know what? You're right. Let me go ahead and fall back and, yeah. and look at this from a different angle. For lens. sure. I, and, and that's like that personality type that could. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm true. Like that. You don't you don't find that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. It's my job to do what I do, but I can do that because I know this is a person that will listen. And it's important to me because I've stated this plenty of times. I don't see myself as a leader. I see myself as a voice Mm -hmm. because what comes with being a leader is being an example. Yeah. I'm not a good example. I change too much. Too rapidly. So if you wrap yourself around an idea that I created, I may not feel that way soon. Mm -hmm. I may have outgrown that idea that you're attached to with me. Mm -hmm. I'm not a leader. I'm a voice. He is a leader to me. So... His example is important because that's his currency. Of course. So it's it's your job as a brother. If you see somebody that you feel like is going off course, it's like, nah, you hold too much power and you're too much of a leader. Too many people are looking at you a certain way to be on this. You got people for that or you can fall back. That's also, that's also a power. Yeah. That's a superpower that I could. To me, that's real power. Mm-hmm. You know what I could do. You know what I can do. I won't do it, and that's the power. Yeah. Just as long as you know. And I think that that's a superpower he got to tap into because I, he's a leader. And I think that me and you have also had, like, those type of conversations, too, where, you know, we, you know, I'm not going to obviously detail it or anything, but, you know, there is where we have to, like, kind of go back and forth and be like, well, what's the right approach on certain things? 
You know, I think the situation you just mentioned right now, I'm aware of it because we briefly spoke on it too. Yeah. And and I was thinking kind of in the same light that Kai was thinking and without knowing that y'all were conversing about it. But it was just like, I think we had the same mentality because we do view that view you that way. And, you know, because to react to everything that we see, to everybody else's opinion it's online. It's hard not to when you're passionate about something. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard, but we gotta we gotta pick and choose at the end of the day too on how and when we we approach certain situations um, because you are in a position that you're in, yeah. and so people they listen to you, they listen to your word, and you know either you could act reckless, and people are gonna either ride with that and bad things can happen, or you voice it in a certain kind of way if you absolutely must voice it, you know. But there ain't nothing wrong with falling back either. My my, my, my thing was I just feel like. I feel like there was an attempt to bait. Mm-hmm. And when you see it, you got to see it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I, I know the intentions there. I'm not going to. Yeah. You're still going to feel a certain way because you're a human being. Of course. But you get to pick how you react to things. We also got to think your own personal think sovereignty. about it, too. We got to yeah. think about it before that's your, reacting. That's your own yeah. personal sovereignty. Is I, I've, I've recently had a tiff with somebody that I had a lot of respect with, mm-hmm. right? And had history with. Always been on cool terms. I think uh, this was maybe a, a couple years ago. I had voiced my opinion about something on social media. Yeah. Just a random... some small. Public topic. Yeah. And this person was like bad-mouthing me on my comments. All right. I, I'm, not in, I'm not the internet dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But this particular person I had respect for. So like, yo, what's up with this shit? Right. Now you're questioning it. Yeah, like, hey, relax. Like, we literally could talk about this stuff. Yeah. So I hit the person privately, like, hey, do we have a, we got a problem? Mm-hmm. And he's, he's rap, he's saying Rambling, some shit yeah. that is like, okay. I get to choose. Like, I, I literally had to catch myself at that growth point. Like, I could. But I get to choose how I'm going to react to this. Yeah. I cannot afford to do what I want to do. Yeah. It, I cannot it, afford to do what I want to do because it's, it's a lot more going on. Yeah. But it was hard. You know of what course. I'm saying? It's it's even, like you said, you it's somebody you respected. So that makes it even the more hard. It, I, it, it would be like I almost... thought there, I thought there was, yeah, there was, over the years, there's been plenty of mutual respect. Right? Yeah. And then within the next part of that week, Something bad, really, really bad happened Occurred. to that person. Yeah. And I was like, what if I had yeah. publicly went crazy, had something to say or went crazy, and then this person passed? Right. It's like, man, I'm glad I went with my second mind, mm-hmm. my second mind, because I probably wouldn't have been able to forgive myself and the public would have saw me coming out like... Yeah. That'd that have been a bad. You, you, look. you would have painted a new image for yourself in that moment without realizing that it would occur. You know because and of any, what transpired. And it's funny because anybody that had ever known me, I I don't go back and forth with people, especially people that I know mm-hmm. on social media on serious stuff. So that would have been that really would have been me jumping out the window, and I really would have looked real bad on that one. Yeah, I'm glad that 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 individual like they didn't die. But it was close. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, all of that for nothing. The stuff that we were arguing about, this person doesn't even know us. (laughs) 
the fuck are we? You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's goofy stuff. Nah, and um, to kind of speak to that, bro, like I've been I've been doing a lot of self work, like Marcus Aurelius and Stoicism, and and kind of right. delving into that. And I'm usually pretty good about shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, coming from my background, I'm multicultural. You know, I'm I'm like a a mutt, like I'm mixed between couple of things and coming from LA you know I grew up like seeing a Rodney King and that's situation hard to, and tanks on the streets yeah. and Reginald Denny getting hit with a brick I was a kid you know what I'm saying growing up amongst that shit yeah so it I feel like there was a lot of things that I was hypersensitive about that particular topic not to get into the details of that but yeah yeah you know what I'm saying um but I'm I'm, I'm working on it you know what I'm saying definitely something that it's a it's a teachable moment for me you know the one thing that Cause I mean, obviously you've been here before multiple times, yeah. Which is crazy. He's he's been here like through every host has been a part of this show, which is kind of crazy, right? And uh, but every time I think from the beginning, there's even been a change in the type of conversations. Cause even like the last recent uh, appearance you had, we we tapped into like things that I had no idea about. Like this is I was like this is what fascinates me because there's a whole life. That some of these artists have that we just don't know about. It doesn't right. get spoken on. Like for example, your your uh, your trials and and things going on in Mexico. Yeah, that was all completely new stories for me. That was just like wow, I was in I was in awe about yeah. it, you know. And so like it makes me wonder like what uh, what else has this man gone through? Like you know what 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 more stories does this man have to tell about himself? Because this was I feel like we were just scraping something. Yeah. Well, sure he he has to grow to the point where he's comfortable. Of course. Speaking on that. Yeah. You know, some stuff you got to keep close to the chest. But, you know, as as you get older and start relax your comfort level, your vulnerability level grows because mm-hmm. that's real power. And then I was going to say, when did you feel like you could open up more about personal past and things of that sort? Just with age and depending on what we're speaking of, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. everything you got, I, I learned to tread carefully around certain shit that I'd never speak of. Some shit that I, no one ever know outside of me and God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Statue of limitations, et cetera. You know what I'm of saying? Of course. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that contributes to part of the way uh, I have to look at the world. But I started kind of getting comfortable speaking of things like uh, past, I want to say past four years, to, to kind of let people know, yeah, there was a time where I was so bad that my family felt they had to relocate me to Mexico to try to scare some shit out of me, mm-hmm. and it it only became worse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't really it. seem like a, a type of environment that you're like, oh, I learned my lesson. Like, mm-hmm. no, some environments corrupt you. Yeah, or they ex- can do two exacerbate two, you know two different saying? things. It's yeah. like where they enhance your aggression or whatever yeah. it is that you're going through, or they can possibly you know scare you to the point where you don't want to be a part of that. But the likelihood that it would just scare you is not like what I think the route it would give somebody like an entry, you know, especially somebody who's real strong minded, raised a certain kind of way. I would have thought that it would do the opposite. Well, you know, and and I love the the fact you said that because that that's people that don't know me. Right. Mm -hmm. That's my dad. He wasn't really present at all. So his his fucking way to kind of go about it was like, you know what, send him to the wolves and he'll learn his lesson or he'll just be eradicated by you know right. what i'm saying mm. i remember first time i went to jail um i was like 17 16 around that age and i'm you know calling my my family like hey yo shit i'm in here this that and the third i need to get bonded out stay in there and i can hear my pops in the back yep keep that motherfucker in there yeah that's leave what my mom, that's what my mom would do keep stay that, in there keep that motherfucker in there you know what i'm saying and that shit like shit you 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 in the cell you know what i'm saying and, and you you hearing that from 
people that's supposed to give a fuck about you, it's going to change your mindset. Yeah. Indefinitely. My, my perspective on that, because, you know, and I've said it time and time again, big family person, right? Right. I'm very tight with my my folks. I'm right. tight with my children. I'm tight with, you know, my sibling um, and, and close cousins. So, like, that mindset of, like, wanting to wish that doesn't sound realistic to me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and like you said, it's like the person, the people you love the most yeah. are, are now saying this through the phone, right? And it starts to make you question things, you know, because some people say like, oh, no, they're, you know, they're teaching you to kind of to grow from this. But to, in that moment, I don't think you were feeling that way. Right. You know, it just it's almost like, you, feel like, you, would. like yeah. you couldn't depend on your on your own loved ones in that moment. See, for me, I think that that's a situational yeah, I don't think that that is a you know, and and of course we come from different environments, so it's situational. I come from parents that have been the same way. Right. No, you you went in there, you wanted to go in there, you were doing stuff that warranted you getting in there and staying there. Mm-hmm. That's what I that's what I came from. Now I'm raising two sons. County and jail is one thing. Juvenile detention, and I worked in juvie. Mm-hmm. Um. If it's if it's juvie and you're getting to a point where, you know, I don't I don't care how strict you are. If you're raising sons, when they get to about 14, 15, say, what are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah. Spank them. They're gonna get to a point where hopefully you've planted enough seeds when they were younger to establish a respect for your words. Right. But still they're gonna become teenagers. Of course. You ain't gonna be able to beat stuff out of teenagers. All you can do is try and talk to them and show them the way, and hopefully they respect your voice from what you established when you were younger. But if they don't, you you know, that's why uh, young single women, you from my time, coaches were important. Barbers were important. There were so many different other male figures around that you needed some enforcement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Trainers or whatever. And sometimes going to juvie is one of those situations that was like... For if, some people, if, yeah. If he is not already... To the point of out of control, he can get a glimpse of, nah, that ain't me. And I don't like being in here. This mm-hmm. sucks. I don't want to be in here again. And hopefully that'll help. Yeah. But as far as Jew, as far as county and stuff like that, nah, that's a different story. And and I feel like at that age, they're not fully conscious of their con- like of what they're doing, the consequences. I can speak yeah, for myself. Yeah. Of course, I knew what I was doing. I was out there trying to do it to the max. You know what I'm saying? But even to this day, I'm fucking still trying to repair shit that I did as a youngster. Still. Mm-hmm. That that you made some yourself okay with. Repaired. Yeah, yeah. Like some people fuck up to a point where they can never go back and fix that shit. You know what I mean? And and I feel like that's that's an important message to convey to the youth. Like, don't fuck up to the point you can't fix it, bro. Because some yeah. things you some things you fix. can't you don't want you don't wanna mess up or I would say create something that's permanent. The yeah. only thing yeah. you can do in that situation is when I've broke something that I can't put back together again, yeah, I gotta learn to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that, the, that's where it that's starts. That's the only fix, especially if if it's a situation that involves other people. I can't fix what I've broken, and they don't want anything to do with me. Right. What do I do with that? Mm-hmm. Even if they've moved on, I still got it. I don't think so. I'm gonna to have to. Point. I'm gonna have to forgive myself. <laughs> yeah. For that situation, especially when you did it young. When you're young, trying to adapt to your atmosphere, right? You make things okay in your mind. Yeah. Because you ain't got no other fucking choice. 
when you get older, you realize you didn't have no fucking choice. Yeah. You made it okay in your head and you did stuff because you either felt like you needed to do it or whatever because you were young-minded. When you're older, you know better. Right. Now, you may not be able to fix it, but you can fix you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And part of that is I understand I didn't have a choice. I realize I fucked up. If I had a chance to fix it, I now know that I'm the kind of person that would. And that's what you're not looking at. A lot of times people are focused on the middle of the story. No, no, no. Look at the end of the story. The end of the story is that you became a person that if I could, if you would just give me the chance, I would fix it. Mm-hmm. And the only thing holding me back is that you don't want me to fix it. So now the only thing that's left is forgive yourself. Yeah. If not, you'll continue to relive For sure. you're situations. Just, you're just stuck yep. in the past and you're mad at yourself and yep. you're not recognizing. I became the person that has the ability to forgive myself. I got the awareness. That's where you got to reach is that you got to realize that you have the capacity. Yeah. So do it. Once you see your power, use it. My, my whole thing, too, with that is, uh, like, whether you forgive yourself or, you know, self-improve yourself or find, you know, change your your ways, right? Mm-hmm. Make sure you're actually taking action as well, though. Because a lot yes. of people, they'll they'll talk all day about, yep. you know, I, I, I realize what I've done and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but it's like, yeah, but once... You know, we're all we all make mistakes. And so when those mistakes happen and, and we go, we talk about forgiving ourselves and making change, and then we are continuing that same mistake, that's not a to me, that's not a mistake anymore. Well, that's not even a change. Yeah, that's just now you made it a routine. Yeah. You know, and that's obviously you're not growing from, you know, that issue, that mistake you've you've created before. And it's like, not not this is you. You know, you you don't seem to really have like you you do the talk. To shut people up, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, because people are, you know, there's probably people who care about you. They're in your ear about things, right? And you just tell them things like you agree with them to shut them up, but you're still in the same routine. For sure. That's a that's even an even bigger problem, I feel like. Or just not recognizing that maybe you've already done it. Mm-hmm. Have you in your have you find yourself in a situation where you do have somebody that is younger. That you stop them from doing something stupid because you've been there. <clears throat> have you been in that position yet? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, I have a stepson. His name is Jaden. Mm-hmm. I, I be trying to talk to him on how to properly handle situations, mm-hmm. to defend yourself and kind of more or less guide him in a way that I didn't um, have. But I've also, you know, unfortunately, growing up, I, I've been on the opposite side, too. You, you have. But also, yeah. do you recognize that you've done that? Yeah. So at one point, you were that person. And then you grew into the person that went to try to correct that mistake so somebody else wouldn't wind up mm. doing that. Yeah. You got to recognize that you did that. Yeah. That's all part of healing. Yeah, that's Not, not, not only just fixing yourself, but you found yourself in a position where I could stop this action from happening so yeah. I, it doesn't have to be another situation that... Saving somebody else from an unfortunate situation, sure, But possibly. you got to recognize that you did that. Yeah. Like, like some of the best community leaders were the ones that were wreaking havoc, destroying For the community, sure. and they're doing that because they destroyed so much. They're like, let me, let me fucking do the opposite to, yeah. to balance that. And I feel like that's where I'm at right now. I, I try to help my people, um, the, the few people I got so close to heart, and other people as well that I see in, in situations. I, I'll go ahead and help any way that I can. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just to kind of compensate for all the things that that have happened in the past and shit and there's plenty of you know you, know, you kind of do it for you too yeah. you know it makes you feel good you know yeah. you 
you feel like you're you're contributing to something that's for maybe a greater cause. Yeah. And maybe things that you wouldn't have done in the past. Right. You know, uh, I can't say that I was as helpful back in the day compared to how I am now. Right. You know, uh, or as caring, I would say. And now, He's like, helpful even, and caring? You know I'm not that? He can't be. He can't be. Oh. I can be a caring guy. He can't be. Helpful and caring? Like, that's a combination that is... <laughs> It's fair. Right. <laughs> That's fair. Felt like he was describing something like, who right. the fuck is he? So he said me, I, right? I, he said I. Hey, I'm all, let me let me figure he out. He said I and not Kai, right? No, <laughs> definitely not you. Oh. Let me make sure I can say things to make myself sound good. All right. right. That's <laughs> I respect it. Yeah. No, but uh, now in reality, like, even for myself, like, I think, you know, uh, re- reflecting on, on, on the past things, not that I was doing anything crazy, but, like, you know, it's definitely questionable decisions that I'm like, even in that moment, like I could have did, you know, something better. I could chose a different route, and you know, but we 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 grow and learn from all that, right? You know, and and that's what I see a lot in you guys too, especially you know when I hear y'all story when we have our you know our conversations off mic. Um, all I hear is growth. That's it, and yeah. and if you don't hear that or or get that from the people around you, you got the wrong people around you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I do know uh, I I do understand you know. I uh, I think there's. I like to exist knowing. Do you? Yeah, I like to exist knowing. I don't have no haters. I don't have no enemies. I'm not watching my back. I think I in my life I have like one person that I did wrong. In the in the in most recent days, I would say within the last twelve years, I guess, mm-hmm. and that person never forgave me. Yeah, and when I talk to people about that. Everybody's like, all right, well, then let it go. I was like, I can't. I cannot no. let that shit go is knowing that that person never forgave me. I get what you're saying. And, you know, it even relates to things that, that can be real small. Like, uh, let's say there was like, a, you know, a brief fallout. Maybe you said the wrong thing to somebody and they kind of like faded away from you. And you know that they kind of faded away because of what you told them. And it could have been you being like a dickhead in that moment. Yeah, I've, you know, I've reached out and everything, and it's yeah, just like. And I, and I, I found myself in those shoes before. This is this is what I, I think. I, I don't think it's it's not that this this person is not a regular person, right? <laughs> I could talk off mic about it, but this person is literally like a fucking saint. Mm-hmm. Right? When I show you what this particular person has done, their impact. They're based out of New York. And the stuff that they have done is incredible. Yeah. So it's not just like, ah, I hurt somebody. I hurt this person. Yeah. And this person more. doesn't forgive Yeah. And this person doesn't forgive me. And when you look at this person's impacted legacy, you're right. like, how the fuck did I hurt? And I, I don't even think I was completely in the wrong, but just the fact that this person doesn't forgive me is always going to fuck with me. Like forever until I hear about, I don't give a shit. That'd be enough for me. Is I don't give a shit. Yeah. You just need that, cl- that clarification. I just need that. I just need that. <laughs> yeah. it, it's crazy. I don't know if it's just me, but I do notice that today, in age, we 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 have people now who are less forgiving, and they're quick to just write somebody off. Like, right. you know, even if it's like a, a simple mistake or misunderstanding, they people don't even want to make the effort to see if it was a misunderstanding. And I don't know if it's just the times we live in or what's going on, but I, I do feel like I see more of that. I see people get more angry and, like like I said, willing to cut off immediately. Yeah. And I'm all like, bro, like, what is, 
that doesn't sound like the adult way to do shit, you know? It, it sounds like high school shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of people, they they continue on with a lot of that, like, childish, you know, teenage behavior, and they carry that into their, like, later years, well, which is kind of strange you, to me. People think time passing equals progression. They think that in general, like, we think we're supposed to be in flying cars right now. Right. Or something like that. Like, nah, time is just gone past. That doesn't mean we progress. We thought that as kids. And with people, nah, you just grow old and tall. You don't grow. Right. Grow, you have to actually do the shadow work and shit like that. People just grow old. They don't grow. You said grow old and tall? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. I was trying. I I didn't know what I heard. (laughs) (laughs) Not everybody gets to be tall. You're not tall. I'm not. I'm short. You know. I'm real. I'm real short, man. I got. I always say I, I was robbed. He said, "No, tall people look awkward when they get old." That's fair. I feel like I'm a good medium. You know what I'm saying? Look at the I, I feel a speed coming from the, from the left side here. I was just saying, y'all cool right now. You're gonna have to be 50 one day, and you're gonna be tripping over shit. You're gonna have bad knees, bad feet. Yeah. Tall people take a long time to fall when they trip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that, that fall hits different. Yeah, it hits I different. I will say that. You get a lot more time to try and regain your shit, but you never do, and it I'm just looks bad. Nah, man, nah. Come on, bro. <laughs> That's funny, though. No, it ain't nobody's fault. It's, you know, it's genetics. It sounds it sound no. like Wimby going to have a grim future the way the way that hey, Kai's look, talking right look, now. I see you Wimby's, Wimby's yeah, cool okay. now, but Wimby in 50 is going to look funny as hell. He's going to look like Kareem. <laughs> Shit. Damn, that's fair. Damn. It's first statement. Kareem, Kareem, look, Kareem, all respect and due to him because I love Kareem and his legacy. I respect his words, his mind. But he just looks like he's made out of silk. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, what are we going to say about Yao Ming? <laughs> That man's seven six. Look like that's a, a big, big dude. He's man. a big dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's the guy that if he falls, he'll probably just die. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! I, I'd want Death? to. <laughs> I, I'd want to. Oh, if I'm shit. seven six, three hundred something pounds, if I fall, man, just go go on without me. <laughs> just leave me here. I'll, Bro, I'll that, die. No, that man. That man. I think is pushing four hundred. What? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like three. Well, Shaq just lost yeah, like tremendous lost amount of weight, but he's so, still in his threes. So in the, in he's the, a big, big in, guy. In the NBA, Shaq was like pushing two, oh no, three twenty, three twenty, three fifty. At his largest, yeah. He and, was, and Yao Ming came into the NBA weighing more than him. Like, like Shaq on, on the Celtics was probably pushing four. Yao Ming is an anime. Yeah, he was heavy. Yeah, Yao, but he dwarfed Shaq. I know, but that weight. But now he's in his what forties and stuff. He's four hundred. You ever seen him? In, uh, dog, if I if I'm in my if I'm seven something four hundred pounds, if I die, I mean if I fall, leave me. Yeah, I'll just lay here and die, fool. That you make? I don't even want to get up. That's a big and risk another fall. Yo, that's <laughs> a, fuck that. I would do this that's twice. A, that's a bit. You know he Yami look like he got no calves though. If I get up, <laughs> what? <the laughs> Come on, he's now, a fucking yeah. gundam. Bro, he's, he's he got he got real stiff straight legs. I'm only getting up. To write my will and get my headstone ready. Because if I fall, I don't care if I'm alive. Just put me in there, bro. I ain't even I'm not getting that. back up, bro. That's a, that's, that's, a crazy, that's crazy shit, man. And, and it's crazy because Wimby is is super light. Well, he came in yeah. at 210. But he's 19. If he sneezes, he'll lose five pounds. I know, but he's 7'4". Yeah. He weighs as much as you. No. No. Damn near. You're tripping. Okay, the way you want to be. He's like 210. 
No, he, he, no, he, he's he not. He gained, yeah. he gained 15 pounds. He's like 235. Get, I would say 235. He don't look 230, bro. Yeah, but we can't. That's fucking crazy, bro. That's crazy. Bro, that's only 40 seven, pounds more than me. 7'3", 210 is crazy. That's, that's wow. a microphone. But that's good, though, because of the <laughs> extra weight. Of, you talking about knees. I've been tall, though. Nah, nah, because that's still 7'4", coming down on... You don't have no cushion. That's a different level of tall, though. You don't have no cushion. All right, I I I might have to disagree with. Well, you know what? I mean, he's working with the best. Literally, the NBA has to offer. I'm glad Um, he's just taking care of his feet. That new facility is great. You know, he getting some of these tacos down here in San Antonio. That's what he don't need. (laughs) That's what he don't (laughs) need. Hey, them churros, man. Come on. Hey, hey, something. Man, fuck Charles Barkley, bro. Come on, man. What's the, what's the beef? Fuck Charles Barkley, man. He always hating on San Antonio. Yo, like, that's your comedy. I love every, it. At every chance that he gets, he always throws a slug. Hey, man, I'm all for it. I support it. I don't know. Somebody did some shit there. You know man. how I look at it? I look at it like this. You ever see the Key and Peele sketch where it's the, where it's the um, comic and he's up there doing the stand-up? Yeah, yeah. And then you got the uh, guy in the wheelchair and he's like, make fun of me, make fun of me. And he's just like, no. No, I don't want to. But it's, it's, it's sort of like... I can joke on you because I see you. Right. You know what I'm saying? We make fun of each other because we see each other. Yeah, yeah. If I'm accurate about my joke, it's because I see you. I watch you. I notice you. Hey, I don't, Nito. People don't see, yeah, people don't see homeless people. People don't see handicapped people. People don't see little people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. These people are invisible and they hate being invisible. I don't know what it's like to be invisible. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of those communities want to be joked on. They want to be part of the joke because they want to be fucking seen. At least see me. Right. Yeah. I can take a joke, see me. And then you got some communities that can't take a joke, and that's the problem. They need to be in those environments. Because we made a joke about you, and then everybody rallied around you because I saw you. And yeah. you don't even recognize that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. The <laughs> joke actually empowered y'all because before you didn't have no power. Before the joke was... You. Mm. Then I made a joke, and then y'all rallied. Say yeah. thank you. Yeah, I hear that. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We in the dojo now. I see, I see. I see where you took us. I never even said anything specific, but you understand. What's the worst joke you've ever made that offended somebody? <laughs> I really want to know. Honestly, he lost count. I can't. What's a standout not, one? You know what it is? It's not even a joke. I make statements that offend people. It's not jokes. I don't really... That's fair. My jokes are for the moment, and I know who to joke with. But my general statements, I, I, I mean that shit. It's like him rapping. There's a difference between somebody else rapping and him. You could hear it his a little bit more because he believes what he's fucking saying. Mm. A lot of people don't have conviction. You can tell rappers with conviction. It sounds like they believe the shit that they're saying, right? Mm. So I'm in school, and I'm in class, and we're talking about language. And I think we've talked about this before. I think it sounds familiar. And they my problem is you're trying to change language with your emotions. That's not how language works. You can progress around language, but you can't change language because you feel like it. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm talking to you about a situation, we are in a group setting, and we're working on a group project, and we just cannot get right. You're disagreeing with him. He's not doing half the work. I'm disagreeing with The situation is retarded. By very definition, the situation is retarded. It's not developing the way that it should be developing. Mm-hmm. You can't say that. They're saying 
You can't. You say can't that. say that. You I'm like, nah. Leave. You can't say that because when I said the situation was retarded, what did you think about? A person. You're the problem. I'm not the problem. I'm using the word correctly. They were like, it's not. Well, it's a negative word. I said, no. The connotation that you use it in is negative. You're talking about it in the wrong way. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm using the word. You're trying to change it, and the whole class is like. They cannot get like no, you can't. I was like, y'all can't use it because you're thinking wrong. Changing the I narrative. use the word correctly in the right context, and you're thinking Down syndrome, right? Yeah. So if you want me to change the word from retarded to special, sooner or later somebody is going to say, "Special ain't appropriate anymore." Exactly, mm-hmm. because somebody's going to use that in a negative way. So now we're going to have to say special needs until a third grader makes fun of somebody saying their special needs, and now that work doesn't work. I mean that word doesn't work anymore. And they got the. You you, you understand what I'm saying? It don't matter what the word is. Somebody's gonna use it in a negative connotation. You can't change words based on emotions. This whole classroom was ready to jump the shit out of me in there. Like, what is your fucking deal, old guy? Nah, but on some real shit, this will probably open up a whole can of worms. But like. What the fuck? Where are these people coming from? Because me growing up, I, I didn't. No, no, no. We didn't see it back then. It is, it's, you're, you're dealing with a generation who cares more at this point about your, your mental. Because every generation is supposed to know more, right? We came from a generation where ain't nobody fucking caring about your feelings, bro. It's tough. Now they're in a generation who they actually care about your feelings. And us, fucking we can't really can't understand it. I feel like they ain't genuine. You know the the crazy. <laughs> it's not always. It's not always. It's not always genuine. But the genuine thought process is they want to be better. Do you know what the word is now? What's that? It's ID, intellectually disabled. Intellectually disabled. I've never even heard of that. Wow. Like these people couldn't have lasted in our environments. No, 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 no. Not at all. No, we all. They do. I think we all here come from the era. Even, even for us, like you know, Kameen, you were. The same age. It's, it's hard it, not even to be then, angry. But like even even then, like yo, the last thing I care about is somebody's opinion that has nothing to do with me. Like I don't care what, how you see me. You know, you can feel however you want. I don't give a fuck. But Never you gotta have. you you gotta be self aware to know that. Hey man, I don't un- I don't understand you, motherfuckers. But that doesn't mean that you're wrong. Yeah, that's the hard part. You gotta, you gotta get mad at the right shit. Like right now, I'm mad at why do people keep saying unalive? Why did they change the term dead? Like that doesn't change what the shit is. Yeah. Like I think that's they start, unnecessary. Think they start blocking shit on social yeah. media. That's Maybe why. It was so they gotta mad. find new it's ways fucking, to describe. It's fucking things. yeah. It's yeah. fucking crazy. And I'm mad at that, and I feel like I can be mad at that. But when they're talking about breaking generational trauma. They're actually right on that shit. Our parents raised us a certain way. That doesn't mean it was actually right. It I didn't die from the shit and it made me tougher, but that doesn't mean it was right. But is this stemming from like social media ban words or is it just people in general? Or I think people it, in general I think it's complained whole- to where now social media reacts to it because now you can't be writing like killed or some shit like that. I, That's why they put unalive now. It's a, it's a whole generation of... Uh, caring about your your psychological well-being and your mental well-being. And in doing so, censorship has become crazy because they don't want to hurt you by whatever. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I'm, I'm an English major, so we deal with a lot of books. 
and I'm getting all of these messages. Hey, guys, when you guys are going to read this book, I just want you to know, trigger warning, there's some physical violence in there. I'm like, it's a fucking, all right. It's hard not to be bad. But you can't type suicide, but you can share a suicide prevention post. Yeah. But you can't type suicide. That's 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 crazy. It's, you gotta you gotta learn. If we are rational minded adults, which we are, and we're growing, we gotta learn to pick and. This is me. This is my personal struggle: is learning to pick and choose when to be angry, so I don't have, I don't become Mister Angry Old Man. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't understand some shit, don't mean it's not right. I just don't understand it. I don't got a point of reference. I can learn if I give a fuck, and there's a lot of shit I don't give a fuck. I'm sure there's a rational reason why people are using underlie. I don't give a fuck. Dad is dead to me. See, but why yeah. should you pick and choose when to not be angry when they can pick and choose on what they choose to Because defend? I can control me. I can't control them. That's something I can't control. But I this is the only thing in the world that I can't control. I think my my only issue with all this new generational change, right, is uh the fact that you could believe in and move how you want, right? You know, whether you whether it's the the community of people self-identifying as whatever mm-hmm. or people who are changing terminologies or mm-hmm. like different wording, right? And I'm like, just don't pre- feel like you have to pressure it to me. I don't have to participate in how you feel. I didn't grow up how you grew up. Yep. And I'm not going to let you, somebody I don't know, decide how I should speak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I'm saying something crazy, offensive, you know, and like I'm just talking reckless, that's different. You know, that's a different story. I got my boys to correct me on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like for you to say that I got to change... My like certain things in my vocabulary <laughs> to accommodate a make you people I don't know that, that I don't understand. I don't even want somebody I don't know. Yeah. I don't care if they give a fuck about me. Right? Why should you care about uh, about me? That I happened. Don't know that me. happened to me the other day. I posted about it. Yeah. I'm in class, and you know the professors have AIDS. They're 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 little uh, the young students. Oh, like, oh, AIDS. Dude, don't be damn. don't be that guy. Yo, don't be airing, that guy. Why are you airing them out like don't that? Don't be that guy. <laughs> Savage. But they have they have their they have their student or non student aides, their second teacher, mm-hmm. in in a course, and <laughs> one of them pulled me aside. I guess she thought she was going to be addressing me, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Yeah, she... undressing." No. Oh, so she pulled me aside and she was like, "I just want you to know that I've noticed." That this is the second time another student has asked you your pronouns and you just stare at her until she moves on. Oh, she's keeping oh, count. Oh, tell me about this. <laughs> she's I, keeping this count. Is the first I hear about this. Yeah, she's been watching me because, you know, I personally feel like, look, I'm not, you know, the, the pronouns thing, and that's not my generation. No, yeah, what yeah. the fuck I, is I that? Have fr- I have friends, I have friends <laughs> that are I have friends that are professionals that are my age in, yeah. in business in which they will address it because they're professional. Of course. Cool. I ain't got no problem with it. It's just like you said, it's just how you participate. Mm-hmm. I feel like people who have pronouns will tell you. And people who don't ain't got nothing to say, right? That's right. If I didn't introduce myself with it, don't worry about it. Yeah. Right? If if it's a thing for you, when you introduce yourself, You'll add it on. Sure. Cool. Yeah. I don't got to participate because everybody else participated. Mm-hmm. So when they asked me, it was like, what's your pronouns? And I just be like. <laughs> and they'll move on. It's pretty obvious. Right? Right? So here's the situation. She pulled me aside and she addressed me. Now, what do I get out of being like doing my first reaction? I don't get nothing out of telling her off. Yeah. So I just look at her. Right. Until she 
walks away. You know what? Be happy with yourself. Okay. I was, and we hey, go back to class. I, I was happy. And we go back to class and we continue as usual. Yeah. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting there and, and I'm just like, the I'm kind of, I'm kind of proud of myself. I never said nothing. And it was just as effective. Right. As, as, as I could have, saying some I, shit. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the power was, and I still got the point across and I go back to my business. It's, it's all comes down to, I can't get mad at a di- uh, generation doing something different from my generation. They're going to be different. It's just like, how much do I have to participate? Don't try to pressure it on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, and, and that's my only thing. Like, I would just mention that if it was being, you know, if somebody approached me about it, I'm just like, dude, that's, that is not me. That's, that's not my lane. Even that feels like a waste of energy. I could have told her. I could have told her, ma'am, if I had him, I'd let you know. Right. But even then, I felt like this is a waste of breath. First of all, none of this is required for this course. I'm required to come here, do my work, get the fuck out past the course. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to waste my energy. You're not even the boss. Yeah. What am I talking to you for? Your student. If the press, if the professor wanted to have a conversation, all right, that's a different energy. Mm-hmm. You're not even the boss. I don't talk to you. Right. I'm going to go back to my seat and do my work. Yeah. You get to decide how you, because you're the only thing that you can control in this world. Right. I can control my kids until a certain age. You're the only thing you, how you choose to behave is the only thing you can control. How I choose to react. Yeah. And I think there's power in actually cultivating that. Because a lot of motherfuckers don't. Right. And that's the stuff that we talk about is, if I'm your enemy, I'm trying to see how you react to shit so I can figure out how you move. Yeah. So I can figure out your weakness and how to bring you down. If you're easy to bait, if you're easily angered, I'm already not afraid of your anger. I just want to find that weakness so everybody else can see it. You know what I'm saying? So I can put myself in a different position. Therefore, going with my second mind and not choosing to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's a strategic way of being. All I care about is controlling myself. And I can control my world because my kids are watching me, too. Yeah. And they get to see how you're supposed to behave as a man. Well, the prime example, because they got to develop their own shit. But the prime example is not somebody that's always flying off the fucking handle. Or they will. My son was doing that when he was young. Yeah. Just he barely made it out of kindergarten. He just was hitting everybody. Now, I'm not hitting people, but I felt like. Whenever I see him doing something, I got to nip it in the butt. So I would I would go from happy to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so in his mind, that's what you're supposed to do. As soon as you make me unhappy, I've got to do something. React with anger. But he's a kid, so he don't know how to handle that. So he's just hitting everybody. And I don't know where the violence is coming from until I, I wanted to show him how to handle it. And I was like, you got to take a breath. And so he did something to make me mad, and I knew he was watching me. And I went to say something, and I, and then I changed my energy. And all of a sudden, his behavior stopped. And I was like, oh, it was me. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was me the whole fucking time. Right. If I want to change his behavior, I had to change him. Me. Yeah. He's That's all it took. He's a mirror. He's a mirror. That's it. They watch, and I'm like, oh, these niggas are watching me, watching me, watching me. Yeah. I was like, okay. How you choose, especially if you were a leader, everybody's watching. And that's how they're going to be. But maybe they're not as good as it as you. So they're going to fuck up and crash out. And you're like, why did you do that? Like, you do that. And then you're like, fuck. 
Mm-hmm. You're the example. That's why I can't. I can't be an example. Cause you're forever changing. Can't be example. I can only be a voice. It's all right. We got people like entry for that. For sure. <laughs> it's fine. For sure. <laughs> no, but um, I guess I, I don't want to keep you forever. But in in regards to this uh new project you have coming out, mm. what what are what are your plans for it moving forward? Like I know. I know. Like, do you expect? Do we expect to see visuals? Are we going to be? You know, what what is happening? Shows. What, what what is your your plan as of right now? Yeah. So honestly, my sole focus right now is upon its release. Mm-hmm. I just need people to ingest it. I, I want people to really sit on it um, because it's going to be a like as soon as you you hit play, the tone of the project just starts speaking for us. This is for sure. it starts off very very serious internally. You know what I mean, and and you'll you'll pick up on that. Quick. I got I got an important question that just I just thought of for actually for both of you, both of you being lyricists, right? right. And, oh, I'm uh, glad you said that because I wanted to talk to him about that. Yeah. About being a lyricist, we'll go. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, my thing is like, do you feel like people in general, like listeners, uh, music consumers, do you think that they're taking the approach of what how you're trying to present the music? Are they taking it the way you're intending for them to take it? Or is it a struggle or a frustration when they're not they're just listening to it like just any other song and they're not really receiving the message you want? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. So I would say my music is gonna resonate for those that it was created for. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, um the other people that perfect. you know are just surface thinkers, it's not gonna register perfect. probably until time. Mm. Until they grow. Until they grow, exactly. No, he's he's right on the button, is that you get to a certain point where it's like, I'm not going to complain about music. I'm just going to make the music that I want to hear. Right? And what I want to talk to you about is like, I'm at the point now where it's like, I don't don't like to use the term rapper for myself. First of all, I'm not consistent at it. Second of all, I'm a lyricist, right? I deal in words on how how to cultivate them, put them together, and I'm always trying to make them better you know what I'm saying? So they can resonate differently. Mm-hmm. Rapper doesn't do that for me because it doesn't translate. As a lyricist, it translates mm-hmm. to everything else that I do is trying to master words. So I don't. I like to prefer to, to refer to myself, and that is only for a certain amount of people. Yeah. Whenever I do something, to be completely honest, I really only give a fuck about the opinion of like 14 people. Right. Honestly, yeah. Whoever likes it, cool, great. Some people are throwing to there's it. That, those are the core people that you really value. Dog. At, at this point, I only want to. I only want to master words. I want to say something that means something, and I know that that's not what masses want to hear. And I'm not even making it for them. I'm making it for not not even like-minded minds, but curious minds or people who are more akin to. Liking words, yeah, or willing to dissect so, what you're, yeah, what you're I, presenting. I, I and I don't, and I'm not mad at everybody for not, you know. There's genres, vibe, trap. There's different genres to people listen to music mm-hmm. differently. For my generation, we listen for the combination of melody, words, beat, words. But yeah. words is the integral part of that stuff. I'm a lyricist, so whatever I do is going to be message heavy, and I want to create some shit that doesn't exist. Yet, 
And normally, when something that doesn't exist yet comes, you always get a negative reaction to it. Because they, they, they don't got a point of reference. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, later on, as time goes by, they'll go, oh, I get it now. Yeah, bro. But if you want to introduce something, they not going to get it at first. You just got to have the fucking nuts to do it. That's so crazy you say that, man. You know what I'm saying? That's so I know you know. Crazy you say I know that. you know. Bro, literally, so Nicodemus and Nilo. Like Nicodemus told me, like, bro, I don't know if you know it or not, but what you're doing right now, the sound you're making doesn't exist. He literally told me that about this fucking tape. Yeah. Nilo, you know Nilo. I mean, he was he was mastering the tape. He mastered the entire tape. He was saying, like, I can't identify this with anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's one of those things that people may take and, and may be like, what the fuck is this? That's okay. But it's... I'm trying to make records for the future. I don't give a fuck about right now. Yep. Yeah. I I, I call my shit Doomsday Era for a reason. I make it for them. And I'm I'm a lyricist. I'm an MC. I'm a purist to the fucking core. And oh, we know. I stand there. <laughs> you know we I mean? know. I hey, we definitely know about shit. this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, bro, the fact that you have the same state of mind, it makes so much sense why I call this man Comrade. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we right there. Yep. We the right thing there. And always happen. The thing, too, is... uh. The idea that, like, for example, you know how every so often you have people who say, you know, like, they want to express their top five people or their listings and things of that sort, right? And, and of course, I, you know, I've been asked these questions before. Right. And my response to them is always something like where, you know, it depends on what we're talking about. Exactly. And I was like, because you can have a list, but you got to also let it be known that this is just my perspective, you know, my or or my favorites at the time. Because if you're asking me who are, who who got the best pin in the city that I know of, it's a different I, list. I have a certain top five for that. Yeah. If if it, same it, thing with with records, you're I, right? The you're best right. the best lyricists and the best pins that I know might not be in the top five best songwriters, you know, or or uh, artists. Yeah, artists in general. I think there's a big difference. You know, you got to categorize it the right way. And you know, I I know a lot of people just do it just for. You know, for you know, clicks and shit like that, just cool. to rile people up. Sure. And I'm like, nah. For me, I'll, I'll give you an honest answer. But like I said, I have people in certain categories because I think people are skilled at different things. But also, look, when it comes to that, they weren't wrong at all. But for if if you're going to consider your reaction to it, mm -hmm. you got to consider. Okay, you got to look at the category. Sure. If I bring up, okay, let's let's talk about who's the best, like ability wise. If there's another separate list, if it's a totally different list, I'm probably not gonna react to that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If anybody talks to me, like in this city, yo, you gotta list the best artists. If I'm leaving out, if I'm leaving out Kali, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. You're wrong. You know what I'm saying? You got to be completely honest. So anybody that makes that list and you want to try to lead them out, you're wrong based on movement and success and all of that, longevity and all of that, you're wrong. If you're talking about lyricists and stuff like that, and that's a separate list, I'm not even going to react to a list at all. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, and I think this goes back to like, you know, all of us have definitely been involved in debates when it comes to music and expectations of music and yeah. standards and the list goes on. Right. And, you know, we, we, of course, you know, sometimes the arguments have gotten heated. I think me and you have had a oh, handful yeah. of them. And, oh, yeah. And I'm like, but there's different, uh, like, where I'm coming from, you know, I'm not, 
I don't consider myself a rapper either because mm -hmm. I don't do it currently. I, that'd be disrespectful to people who really yeah. every day doing yeah. this shit, right? And I'm like, I do I have a history of it? Yeah, but I don't do it currently. But I will say that, like, because of my experience, I have a different kind of view than the average consumer, in my opinion. Right. So whenever you're asking me, like, you know, uh, about certain people's sound, you know, of course, I'm be like, well, I can understand, you know, what they're trying to present, you know, whether we like it or not. You know, it, it might not be for us, but I can see why the masses like it, you know. And, you know, just like a lot of mainstream music, we probably don't care for. You know, it's, sure. not, it's not always to our liking, but I can see why the masses like Absolutely. it. Because look what it does to people in certain settings. Right. You, got, you got songs for weddings that are mandatory. They, they, that creates the energy for a wedding. You got the music for the clubs, the music for the lounges, the jazz bars. Like these things, there's everything is planned. See, but you know, that so. comes down to why reasons matter. What's your reason? That matters to me. Mm -hmm. My reason is different. I didn't learn to speak English till I was eight years old, and I learned via hip-hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want you to play my records on your hardest day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before you put that to your on your hardest day. Yeah. And when you hit in the gym, pushing your body to physical, I, I want you play to throw me. my shit on. Yeah. For real. When you want to pound your that's chest, what, That's whatever, what you should want. That, that, exactly. Yeah. So that's really, my reason is to be the greatest I could be. And, right. and I, I gauge myself to those that I grew up admiring right you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and if i could bang with them i feel comfortable banging with anyone and and that's just how i perceive that yeah yeah you know I, what i mean i look at it like look I, I break it down like this like i said difference between rap and lyricism is like there's no age or time limit anytime i decide to turn it because i mastered it right yeah if i know how to make fire <laughs> when electricity goes out it doesn't matter to me yeah. at any point in time i could just make fire Make light. But for a lot of people, if an EMP hits and you no longer have access to electricity, you're fucked. I'm not you're fucked. Dead. I can make fire because I have the ability at any point in time. It's a difference between lights. Yeah. See, but the beauty of what you got going on, you tapped into something that's even higher than an MC. You tapped into poetry. You tapped into something with no constraints or restrictions. Right, right, right. Hip-hop, rapper, all that shit, yeah. you're restricted to 16s, 24s, Fucking BPMs, tempos, drums, patterns, yes, all that shit. You take all that away, you're getting raw, unadulterated poetry. And that is where the fucking truth is. Bro, That's where mm -hmm. the future is. No, he's, he's completely right. When I tried to explain to people when I was doing the poetry book, it was like, after a while, I'm trapped behind bars. Right. Because I've got to fit that beat, which means I got to cut my insight. I got to cut mm -hmm. my wisdom and my message for the 16. Yeah. I just got to cut, cut. And by this point, I'm growing so much, I don't want to cut shit no more. Yeah. So I got to get away from beats and stuff like that. I had to get away from that because I can't express myself Truly. purely and freely now no more. Because yeah. I'm trapped behind these bars. Plus, I got to be cool. Mm -hmm. For you to really fuck with me, I got also got to sound. Yeah, of, uh, I got to be cool, or you won't even listen to me. Yeah, I got to look apart. You know, like after a while, and then once I got that shit off, I felt comfortable going back to now. You level up a little bit. Now I can kind of do that on the beat. Yeah, it's sort yeah. of like when you when you look at like a young Jay Z. And he was an entity, entity, entity. He was doing all sorts of crazy shit. When you look at Eminem, when he first came out, he was doing all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. Now look at them in their early 30s. They just said it simply. Yeah. They used to rap circles to say nothing. Now I can just say the line simply and hit you deeply. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
It just it just comes I, with. I, I do feel it's funny because I feel like every time we talk about like the fast rapidy rapidy type shit, that we have different views on that. Sure. And I know that you, to you, it's more like the whole rapping circles. You still got to say something. It. Busta Rhymes raps fast, but he's not saying anything. Every time that, I gotta go, I gotta get it, I gotta, gotta get it, I gotta move it, I gotta yeah, move but, it, I gotta, gotta, gotta get it. But and mean, they're like, whoa, he's rapping fast. I was like, he ain't saying shit. But, he's but saying you, I gotta go in seven different ways. Double time don't No, me. no, I, I get I get I get what you I get your perspective. If you could say something in double time, okay. No, but I get your perspective. Not everyone's twister. You but, know what I'm saying? I know, you know, they're not, right? Yeah. But uh the perspective is not it's not that. For me, it's like I think that we all know that like a person like a twister or a or a bust of rhymes, they can rap when they really need to rap, mm-hmm. right? And I think, like, when I listen to that song in particular, obviously not a bust of rhymes song. Mm-hmm. That's oh, it's his a Chris song. Brown song. No, it's but his he, song. But he took the song. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, it's his song. But, like, on paper, we know what on it is. On paper is Chris's, but Yeah, it's on his. paper, that's what we're talking about. But when he's rapping, like, in that fashion, right, to me, I'm not tuning in to make sure I catch a message in what he's saying. I'm tuning in because I'm like, dude, he's showcasing and displaying a different level of wordplay that people can't do. No, you are a right. A lot that of people d- cannot do that Double shit. time and rapping fast as an MC yeah. is still a box that needs to be checked. Yeah, of course. To be an MC, there's certain things that you got to be able to do. Mm-hmm. You can't just be saying you're an MC and you can't check boxes. Yeah. I can do all of this shit. If I'm a basketball player, I got to have a I got to have a bag. Yep. I, but I will say I gotta every, have a move set. Agreed. Every 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 artist who was on, you know, a rapid rapid fire, you know, style of rapping, they they could really rap though, you know. For like, sure. and, and I mean, name some right now. Name some fast rappers. If, 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 if Buster really, really wants to rap, he can really rap. Tech Twist Nine the, can rap. Tech Nine is one is one of my favorite Fucking fast spitters. Do or die. The vast majority of Bone Thugs. Do or die. Yeah, do yeah or die. these these guys are guys I no, like. No, no, no. Was Do I or like, Die? Does you he think they can rap? Do I feel like they could rap. Yeah, they were more on some player shit. Modern era J.I.D. They were more on some player shit. Okay. Play, hey, Southern, play, Kendrick, play, Southern, Southern Kendrick. Southern Kendrick. Player shit is nice. fly though. Southern Kendrick. Southern Kendrick. Somebody else compared him. To He's Southern Kendrick. Jid is not a Southern Kendrick. All right. Jid reminds me more of. He sound like him. He look like him. He reminds me more of three stacks. Everybody wanna compare Kendrick. him to Kendrick. That's why they say his career ain't blown up. Because people compare him to Kendrick. Nah, Jit is dope as fuck. He's dope as fuck. No, he's dope as fuck, but there's a lot of similarities. Yeah. I, I know for me though, I do have I'm always gonna have an appreciation for like that rapid fire rapper because like it's a box check. That's that's what it, that's what a lot of that influenced me back then. You know, I, I wanted to kind of be that way in a sense where I figure like if I go to a show, right, and this is just from experience, I was the only one I know rapping fast, and Nemo can attest to this. Because it's a skill set. Because I was the only one. Nobody was doing that, especially that era where it was like there was still a lot of like down south style like rappers in the venues, right? Rockstar rapping monster. Yeah, and <laughs> relax. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like for me to go in there and I'm a, like, I'm the only one receiving the attention now. Mm-hmm. Like when I my performance is done, yeah, I did my job. I did what. My skill set, what I'm best at. And so to be, and I always say this, I was never the best writer, never the best rapper in the building, but I was probably making more noise than a lot of the best rappers at that time in whatever building I was in. I knew I wasn't coming out of it where people were just ignoring the fact that I just performed. To be it fair, never, though, never happened. You had a different lens than a lot of people down here because yeah. you're from Chicago. You're, you're from the mid 
Midwest, yeah, basically. Raised here, but yeah. So, but but you know what I'm saying. The origins of you've where seen you're from, something different. They have a substantial amount of double time rappers that are high level. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people are isolated to where they're. Yeah, there's a value. From. There's a value to have seen something different than just your hometown. Yeah, because all you know is whatever culture is in your hometown. But if you've seen something older, or has their own wave, that's a different level of influence, mm-hmm. yeah. which gives you a different skill set if you could tap into it. Yeah. So yeah, if everybody's doing the same thing and I decide I'm going to do something different, for sure you're going to stand out because they yeah, can't do it. Yep. But, you know, and and it wasn't intentional. Some people come up with that plan mm-hmm. where they, I'm going to do this so I can, you know, attract the masses or attract this kind of attention. <laughs> for me, it was just like by accident. That's probably you like know? how you heard. Yeah, it's just like I was listening to, you know, it's funny because Do or Die would pop up on my on my shit back in the day. Yeah. I'd have them on like CDs and shit. Fuck, I'm listening to this rapid rap. But they're not talking about a whole lot of crazy shit, but it's a lot of fly shit. Yeah. You know, uh, they're driving around them old school caddies. Like all this stuff was inspiring to me. Yeah. You know, I was into that. I was like, I want to have all this shit. Like, I had cousins who was just like, yo, this this, is, this was it. You know, mm-hmm. like, they was into the old schools. And so I'm like, this is what, you know, one day we're going we're gonna to be here. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have this fucking, like, uh, fucking old school Buick Regal one day. Fucking, I'm going to have one of these, you yeah. know. It didn't happen. But that was, like, what was going on. And these rappers who are surrounded by this, I'm like, oh, maybe this is what I got to be doing. Yeah. Like, I'm, t- I'm tapped into this shit. You right, know? And right. I don't want to rap... Like the people doing where I'm from, like my right. city, right? I want to do this shit because everybody's like that impulse. That impulse to, well, everybody's already doing this shit. Yeah, I want to yeah. do something different. You got a key. You got a key into that because that that's a particular that matters. Sort of, yeah, yeah, it matters. I think even if you do it now, like because I don't think people are doing that necessarily. I think there was a little run where people started wanting to rap fast. No, I'm just saying generally, just going with whatever the whatever the wave is, whatever the culture is. I think that most people's natural insult, uh, impulse is to double dutch yourself that, in, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, and but then what get I'm into is, what everybody else. What but, I'm saying is today, I think because there's not people doing that anymore necessarily. It stands at least out. At least it's not that common. You could probably still be a standout if you go back to that. Yeah, because it's one of those things where you could, if you can count on your hands who's doing it, it's mm-hmm. still a rare thing. And like I said, yeah. for me, it's it's still a box that needs to be checked. Yeah, I think the you true can't flex, run fast, bro. The true flex comes whenever. You exhibit that skill set mm-hmm. in spurts across a body of work. Like for example, when I rap, I it's like a punching bag, like a boxer. Mm-hmm. You start off with the simple combinations, and as you go, they get more elaborate, and you start throwing more power behind it. Yeah, yeah. That's how I treat my rap. I you, like doing. You that build shit. it up. I start off slow, you and learn then how I to start getting punches. more dynamic. Yeah, and then I exhibit different techniques. In that process, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. That's just how I do shit personally. As you should, yeah. Yeah, because you, you got to find out that that pattern that works for you. Yeah, you know, you 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 gotta you gotta time it. A lot of it is timing, and that, I think that contributes to why you've been the success you have been. Yeah, you know, uh, you you've mastered your craft, and it, it's always continuing to be polished. You know, like Kai said, you're sharpening the sword every time. Right. You know, you, and and we, and we hear it. You just gotta care. Yeah. I like when I listen to something and it sounds like the person cares. Of course. You know what I'm saying? They're they're curating shit. I'm listening to the verse and it sounds like they start the verse out. In the middle of the verse, they get bored with that rhyme scheme. They get into a different pocket. I love that shit. Because mm-hmm. you're experimenting on ways to, you know what I'm saying? You sound more versatile. It's not, yeah, it's not the same thing. I just hear growth. I hear details. 
And like I said, we we talk about albums and stuff like that. And you're like, I don't like listening to long albums. If you're interesting, I'll listen. Of course. As long as you keep me interested, you can have a 30. It doesn't sound like it. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Adding stuff to the beat, taking stuff away from the beat, getting in different flow pockets, singing, using tone, melody. I'm noticing. I'm catching all of the shit you're doing, bro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And now I'm interested. Like, yo, how does this motherfucker's mind work? Love that. And and there's... and I've said this before, I'm obviously not a fan of projects that are usually over yeah. 10, 12 records. And not to say that I won't listen to it, because I'll still give it a chance. And if there's records I like, I, I'd i be lying if I said I like people's re- uh, albums 100%. Yeah. I can't say I like track 1 through 15. Right. Like, equally. Like, it's not happening. There's certain songs I'm like, you know what, I want to add this to my playlist when I go to the gym. Because this song, like, it does it for me. Yeah. You know? Same thing if I'm in the car. I want my ride around music. And certain songs you might have done on there, the sound, you know, they have a particular sound. Yep. I want to have that in my playlist. And so that's that's natural. Like I like I said, if for people to just be the yes man and say, I like every single record that you have just mm-hmm. because we're cool. Right. Yo, I, I, I'm not doing you a good service no. at all. No. You know? I, feel like, I feel like it's not even because you're cool with somebody. It, you should take that away. Whenever, you should detach that from yourself when you're listening to music. Of course. You know, I don't give a fuck if I'm cool with somebody. If I take that away. I'm but like, look, let me listen to your body of work. You know what I mean? Some songs that throw you off, though. Some songs that are unique, mm-hmm. those are the ones you got to watch. For example, there's a song on the tape called Blood on My Hands. Listen to it twice, three, four times. Blood on My Hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This shit, I didn't I didn't do anything I normally do. This song was basically paying homage to, like, rapping Fote, uh, you know, Players Club, or, or Kid Frost, La Raza. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That type of tone, I, it was it was made for that. Framework. Yeah. I, I got away from what I normally do and dedicated now, see, that, to that. That's what I like. That matters. Get out your fucking comfort zone. You got to. I think that music should deal with like like. What was your mood? Yeah. Make that capture that in one thing and move on. Yeah. Every song is an like this is what I was going through or this is what I felt at the moment and that is what it is. If I wanted to make a this song. I did all the shit I could do to put together in that mood, and that was the mood I was in, and that's that song. Yeah, move on. Different variations of yourself. You know, got to do that. Yeah, that, I think that, that's and that's what's going to set you apart from everybody else. Always. And that, I can't and, wait till y'all hear. That's, that's a dope part. I, 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 I literally hear. can't fucking wait. <laughs> yeah, I do know that we got a we do got a, a record that we're going to uh, present here in a little bit. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's um, do it. but before then, I mean, y'all want to get into into Crush of the Week? Shit, Crush of the Week, huh? You know how we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I didn't come. I'm going to go with Aja Wilson from the Aces. From the Aces? Yeah, from the Aces, from the Las Vegas Aces. They just won their championship. You know what I'm going to do? They went back to back. Last week, I did uh, pick uh, an actress from the show I've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um, what is it? The Fall of House Usher. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. See? Yeah. You watched the whole thing? My homeboy, my homeboy put uh, me on it and he really wants me to finish it, but yeah. I'm like at the third episode. I'm like, you ain't into it? I'm really, I'm really not. I'm Bro, really not. Explain. I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad show, right? It's not a bad show. It yeah. just feels like like it started off, it felt like Tim Burton. It felt really kooky. And then it then it started feeling like a Netflix show. It started feeling like Umbrella Academy, but just without the superpowers. Yeah, yeah. And it's like now it's all just boo scares. Like I like the boo scares, and then everything else is just 
regular but, drama. Okay, so this this is supposed to be like kind of horror thriller, right? It's Edgar Allan Poe. I haven't got that sense except for like the first episode. In the, yeah, in the but beginning done, it was like, ooh, yet. I like yeah. it. I love the I love the dark shit, but yeah. maybe it's not dark enough for me. It gets, in, I don't know. I, I get what you're Everybody saying. Everybody keeps yeah. telling yeah. me that. I get what you're saying. No, I know. I, I know what you're talking about, but I, I, I haven't finished it yet. I'm watch. I'm like maybe midway through, and I would just say like I, I don't know. I, I like this style because I, I am a fan of like these other shows that they do, like the, uh, was the Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you could tell they're all like kind of in the same ballpark, you know, and they're utilizing the same some of the same characters, at least the main characters. They're continuing in all these series that are not even necessarily tied together, but the the presentation is very similar. Just a new story. Okay. Can so, I ask you a question? You like it. You like the show. I do. do you like it better than Wednesday? Well, they're two different types. That's way different, dude. I'm just saying, which one is a better <laughs> show to you? Which one's hold on, but which one is more interesting to you? Did you which one were you more into? Were you more into Wednesday or House of Usher? What does that mean? Because that's what I am personally into. I feel like I relate to her. She is dark. I'm dark. I like all that. I like Wednesday better than the show. So? But they're both I'm not alone. Even if you wanted to hate on me, here's the second opinion. No, but it was it wasn't a No, I said Aja Wilson. But what I'm saying is it wasn't a comparison. I said I said after a while it started it started feeling like a Netflix show and they were better, darker Netflix shows. No, there's always gonna be better. You can like whatever we watch is never the best. No, but it doesn't happen. And be interesting. I think it's interesting. It's just maybe not for you. It just didn't hold my interest. It it got it in the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. It just didn't hold it. I just wanted to tell you my crush of the week. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm going to go with uh, Carla. Is it Gugino? Gugino? Is that pronoun- sounds, I'm pronouncing that right? right. Yeah. She just made her first appearance that I first seen her in, in the show now, in the mm-hmm. episode I just watched. So I was like, yo, see. you know who she is. Oh, yeah, I love her. But yeah. I, whenever I see her, I think Watchmen. Because yeah. that's when I fell in love with her. I just every time I see her, I'm I'm in love. Yeah, she's I'm in love with a lot of people. She's she's like fifty. Yeah, vintage. She, you know I love. Vintage. I love her in everything. Yes, but I discovered her in Watchmen. So whenever I see her, I think Watchmen. We never determined what movie she played in. Where um, remember where she's like she goes? I guess for a getaway with her husband. And oh, fuck, I can describe it clearly, but I don't remember the name of the movie. Yeah, but, it's the name that. Yeah, she, I know what you're talking she about. She goes bro. and like they go over there and they try to get spicy or whatever. So she goes and fucking like he handcuffs her to the bed, and the dude starts taking like Gerald's game. Gerald's game. There it is. Oh, there it okay, is. Okay, See, she okay, know. Okay. She be knowing all that. That movie was that yeah. was fucking trippy. Yeah, I was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And I'm thinking, like she was seeing shit. Was no, they're just yeah. yeah she and there was some fucking crazy dude really there. Like, yeah. That was that was <laughs> right. nuts, man. And, well. and the fact that I'm like, dude, the the dude who got a heart attack on top of her, I was like, yo, that's what I'm. That's how I want to go. <laughs> if there's Dead. one way, Duh, I don't need the blue shoes, bro. <laughs> no, I still got it in me. Later in life, you might need. No, them. that's how I want. I say that all the time. I would joke with my wife all the time. I want to have a stroke while having a stroke. <laughs> yeah. And, and <laughs> it sounds like it should go on a shirt. Hey, that's yeah. He, he don't. He don't have I no live, consideration. That's how I want to go. If I get to choose, and he, and he has no consideration that he's going to cause his wife all kinds of trauma. Yeah, 
because he's I'm not die. even gonna be here for that. Yeah. He's like, hey, that sounds like a you problem and not a me problem. Hey, he's like, I'm not gonna be here. I don't even know what you mad. Because I know just my luck. That's how I want to go out, but I'm gonna wind up going out like Elvis. Oh, oh shit. I'm gonna be on I'm the gonna toilet. Be, I'm gonna be taking a shit and have a stroke with one bad strain. That's probably gonna happen. I'm like that's not how I he said. To that's go. probably gonna happen. It's gonna be gas. I know that I'm gonna die based on something gastrointestinal. You're gonna have a GI situation because I can't. I don't feel comfortable and never have farting around my my significant other. Oh wow, I I got serious. We've been married. We've been married for ten years. We've been together for twelve. So I'm. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I do he's things totally to regulate. In. I do so things to regulate, but it was like, bro, this is gonna kill me. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is this. I'm going to fucking explode. I, I think. It, <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> I need you to relax, yo. Oh my god. What? You know, the hell's that, even that? Dog, that's that's type wild. I want to go out like like Mister from the Color Purple. Mm. Yeah, shit. Uh, so my crush of the week, I would say, uh, probably be Caliucci's. She'd probably be. My choice. Okay. Talented, you know what I'm saying? I Latina. Love I just love her voice. I love her voice. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Shorty's making faces. <laughs> oh, she's she sharpening that blade over there. You know, she. Hey, hey this is the last you see. Oh, it's going to be some moochies. <laughs> it's going to be some moochies around this I survived the worst. This album's going to be it. It's going to be some moochies. You got the last one. You heard it here first, man. We might not see this man again. Yep. That's hilarious. She's gonna man. use the throwaway boyfriends. Her new, her new album. <laughs> wow. That that sounds self-incriminating right there. You know what I'm saying? That's real self-incriminating. That self-incriminating. Listen to her debut. This might be the last time we see her too. This is yeah, crazy. Yeah, man. It's, hey. know, it's a long drive. No, hey. Just... <laughs> hey man, but we appreciate you coming through, man. It's always like a great conversation, man. I, I'm I'm excited for this project you have coming out. Um, not only that, but you know, every time the stories, the the mindsets, the you know, our perspective on things is always memorable. You know what right. I'm saying? So I'm glad that we got to do this again. I feel like there's still a lot to tell. There's still a lot of stories to go over. And, you know, well, I expect you to be back. We got some We got some music to make, homeboy. Absolutely. Man, the honor's mine. Every time I pull up with y'all, hey, love it, or man. Or just do what I did love with it, you, man. man. Just say, call it call it a day, retire. And just be like, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I can't do yeah, it, we just, we just We didn't get to do this. We just, How do you keep a straight face when you say Bro, because <laughs> it's, it's in his blood, man. Y'all, y'all calling me Hadekiss. Hadekiss? Hadekiss sounds bad. one. He called me Hadekiss out of nowhere. That was, that was that was hard body. Shout out to Ty. Yeah, that was Did he call you on Facebook? I don't know. He was trying to combine. Yo, that was a terrible attempt. Y'all gotta do better. Y'all was giving him the most accurate shit. I don't even want to be involved, but at least honor me. At least <laughs> he be accurate. He, with shit. he didn't like Don't it. give me Jadakus. I don't look like fucking Jadakus. I mean, that was bad. You talk about all black yeah, people yeah, looking like you. What you posted? That wow. Was ridiculous. <laughs> I've seen that. I was like, I'm not even going See, to say that. See, I thought he was going to go a whole episode without <laughs> getting racist. I didn't. He said, I said, I don't look like Jada because he was like, well, I was like, all black people look like to you. Oh, that's God. that's that's very false. Okay. Bro, <laughs> stop getting your shit off in, the, in pregnant pauses. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one who said you look like Raphael. No, no, but I, you know, I, yeah, you no. gave me Ralph. Yes, you Spike did. Spike and Ralph. You hey, could have combined them. All two you need is the red That's bandana tough. over your head. That's tough. That's it. And you, Raphael. Let's listen to some entry music. Bro. Let's say, hey, what? Do, you know what? Introduce the song. Absolutely. Man. So this song is called Chachos and Chaluchis. 
Dedicated to the famous establishment on the northeast side of Parambito. R.I.P. Produced by DJ Protege. Mixed yes. and mastered by Nilo and uh, Nicodemus. Let's hey. get it. Shop don't ever close up. Pull up, giving no fucks. Told the chrome piece stole out. Everything is robust. Where you from? So what? Better keep it kosher. We show out, you show up. Acting like you know us. Shop don't ever close up. Pull up, giving no fucks. Told the chrome piece stole out. Everything is robust. Where you from? So what? Better keep it kosher. We show out, you show up. Look, ain't hard to tell that we've been outside for way too long. Strong on the game, heights composure. I'm remaining calm with no friendly shit. Did my own thing and played it long. Nate Palm Dawn get explosive when the paper draw. You see my people really run things. This shit is mundane. Game injected in my blood vein. You pull a jump change. Dope shit. Get them drugs slain. All killer, no filler off the dome. I miss the crushed brains. Cultivated capture culture when we truly mob. But nevertheless, direct impression to your neck for scrutinizing. When it jump off, head first like you suicided. This that loaded Ruger sliding. Two time and hit the riding. You know what? Shop don't ever close. Up. Pull up, giving no fucks. So the trophy stole out. Everything is robust. Where you from? So what? Better keep it kosher. We show out, you show up. Acting like you know us. Shop don't ever close up. Pull up, giving no fucks. So the trophy stole out. Everything is robust. Where you from? So what? Better keep it kosher. We show out, you show up. Yo, this ain't that intermediate shit. Y'all believe in it? But teetering that legendary line without no media. Time to feed again. Kill what I eat. I'm never leaning. Top shelf flow for 16, you pay the premium. Apart from that, your boy deranged. Need that call us our royal fame. Spanish and ballin', let these fuckers know my name. It's too late by the time you feel that recoil bang. Peeling off that map, black twin exhaust, boiling flame. I'm coming through with that reloaded Nova Kang. Horse full of king's heads for those that make a royal claim. Better guard your flanks, I got the bag, they thought I robbed the bank. Acapulco gold zipped up with the frosted flakes. 